Here we go. The truth is simple. Diogenes. This is the simple truth number 14, entitled, Civil War. Does the left want civil war? The left spends much time and sharp emotion spewing hate for the right, yet all the while asserting solemnly that all they want is to preserve our democracy. What is the truth? Donald Trump and the American right has made it clear that much of the administrative state must be dismantled. There is a lot of it. Add in the government contractors and the leviathan we call the federal government is huge. That is undisputed. We have not one, not two, but 17 plus intelligence agencies that should be the first target for any pruning. These agencies work in the pitch-black darkness of national security with no oversight. Their budgets, personnel, and programs are secret by design. Snowden and Assange gave us a peek into how out of control they are. And look what happened to them. The intelligence community wields unchecked power, and they have much to hide. They won't go down without a fight. The question is, how will they respond? So far, the administrative state has plotted a path that seems to be deliberately poking the bear. Beginning with Trump's arrival in Washington, there has been an obvious all-out war against him and the people near him who were attempting to right the government ship. The weaponized FBI, DOJ, and intelligence community has gone from covert ops to undermine the Trump presidency with leaks and secret investigations to outright police state tactics and lawfare against any challengers to their power. There were arrests of ministers standing against Planned Parenthood abortion mills. The do-nothing stance during riots and looting in 2020. The obvious overcharging and convicting of J6 protesters, with some still in jail without trial for two years. Leftist prosecutors and judges sending criminals right back out on the street, or even legalizing crime outright. The latest episode is charging a group of conservative senior citizens who dared challenge the 2020 election with crimes. Over-the-top and multiple Gestapo-like raids on Trump, Trump lawyers, and others pushing back against the government not only echoes the tactics of oppressive regimes from the last century, it does so with a reckless abandon meant to push us past our limits of good sense. As if that wasn't enough to set the country on fire, there is the minor matter of election integrity. Our elections don't look anything like they did just seven years ago. More than 50% of Americans think there were major problems in the 2020 election. Many in that group are sure the election was stolen. Then in 2022, they watched one of the strongest new candidates to come along in decades, Carrie Lake, taken down when the voting machines mysteriously stopped working on election day. That is a really big deal. For most Americans, their vote is really the only voice they have in government. Other acts of injustice and outright lying, both from government officials and the media in multiple arenas, 
seem purposefully aimed at breaking any remaining trust that citizens might have in our government institutions. That includes parts of the government that have traditionally held public trust, like the CDC, FDA, Supreme Court, and even the FBI. Although, including the FBI at this point nearly elicits an involuntary gag reaction. To say confidence is running low would be beyond understatement. But that appears to be the goal. You have to wonder how many false flag operations are in the pipeline, all ready to fire. The so-called Michigan kidnap plot turned out to be a small handful of low-IQ disgruntled men cobbled together by a large group of federal agents and their human resource operatives who controlled the whole operatic play from start to finish. Then there was J6. You know, the insurrection. Seditious conspiracy to overthrow the government. The worst attack on our country since 9-11, Pearl Harbor, and the Civil War. The fact that the regional FBI director who undoubtedly orchestrated the Michigan kidnap scheme was immediately promoted to Washington just in time for J-6 begs many questions. Who was involved in J-6 may never be known but it was an obvious operation right from the start, beginning with the outright refusal to beef up security. The supposed seditious conspiracy groups had all been infiltrated by federal operatives months or even years prior to J-6. The idea that J-6 took everyone by surprise is laughable. And what about the mysterious bomb setter who somehow cannot be identified or found? My point is that false flag operations have been honed and perfected by the CIA and DOD for decades on foreign soil to undermine governments and instigate rebellions. They have been used here in America as far back as the 1960s against Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and others. Since our spying capacities have now been turned toward Americans, you must assume they are ready with more now. A study of history and war reveals numerous instances where the detonator that ignited a war was in many cases self-generated by the country that wanted a particular war. Remember 9-11, acts committed by men from Saudi Arabia who were trained as pilots on American soil in our own program, and who were under the direction of Osama bin Laden, also a Saudi, trained by our very own CIA. None of that was talked about at the time. Instead, all that followed was the phantom WMDs we found in Iraq, another intelligence mirage meant to start a war. More recently, we see Russia and Ukraine at war, and billions of dollars in weapons pouring in from the U.S., all to save democracy. What you aren't told is that our CIA and State Department have been orchestrating events in Ukraine for more than a decade. Once Biden took the White House, they knew exactly what to do to start that war. The catch-22 of our current situation in America is that on the one hand, the totalitarian left want to spark more J6 events with violence in order to justify a new round of totalitarian policies. Perhaps gun seizures, arresting dissenters, suspending the civil rights of speech, press, and assembly, but certainly more censorship and anti-free speech so-called hate speech laws. 
Unlike the barbarians at the gate in times past, these barbarians have slipped quietly into our system and taken up positions of power in our institutions. They would like nothing more than the opportunity to suspend freedoms in order to maintain security and protect our democracy. The government and media, these have become equivalencies, pour out constant propaganda about right-wing extremism, rampant racism, and white supremacy to set the table for sweeping away the freedoms we cherish. We must not open that door. We must remain peaceful in order to maintain the moral high ground and to hold the bulwark of the Constitution in place to protect our rights and freedoms. And yet, on the other hand, with academia, media, and the administrative state already captured and under leftist control, if the long march toward the totalitarian state in our country continues unabated, will anything less than outright rebellion cure it? Our founding fathers certainly tried to provide the peaceful means of correcting a runaway abusive government. Such remedies are all over the Constitution and Bill of Rights. However, beginning with the Declaration of Independence, they also spoke clearly about not only the right, but the duty of free-minded citizens to throw off the shackles of an oppressive ruler. There is no doubt these men would recognize our current situation as untenable for a free people. Knowing the mercurial nature of revolutions and the unpredictability of what follows them, I advocate for finding a peaceful path to repairing our republic. The question is, what should we do? I wish I knew the answer. That's all for now. Thanks so much for listening. Stay connected to The Truth Window by subscribing to my podcast at thetruthwindow.substack.com. You'll get notified when the next episode is available. If you stick to the truth, no lies can stick to you. So long for now.